in the stream. Welcome everyone to Down the Middle. Big news in the world of professional wrestling. Big news. I think like the biggest news in professional wrestling ever. I'm just checking our audio real quick. Okay. Okay, yeah, we're good. Sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah, so the day that no one ever thought would come came hard. Yeah. And we obviously know the reason why it probably happened the way it did. What's funny is just as I was suspecting that that was the end of it, just boom, Vince, Vince, Vince McMahon retires. Okay, here's my thing, though. First off, Vince owns, like, probably 90% of stocks. So Vince still has some kind of say-so of probably what goes on. Oh, so... the WWE is a publicly okay, traded okay. company, though. Yes. Okay, let me rephrase what I said. So I don't say that he has a say-so... I think he has an opinion still of the way ha how he thinks things go because, like, if Vince was gone for good, things would drop so fast because he's a man of a million different roles. Well, I think that Triple H has been on record because I watched the uh, I watched him on Logan Paul's podcast and he already said that um, I did too. He said that there's basically been a team to fill that void. Because the funny thing about a publicly traded company is because just because Vince McMahon owns a majority does not mean he dictates where the company goes. So if he's not in that official position, he has influence, sure. But at the end of the day, it's the CEOs who are calling those shots. But even they are beholden to the shareholders. good i think so Broke up for a second yeah let, let me try one thing real quick okay try one thing i'm sorry viewers i'm outside i have better signals so let's go with let's go with the signal off of the cellular device there we go that might that worked for us before uh, but for those of you that are watching, whether live or if you watch this after the fact, let us know what you think in the comments, because this is big. I mean, this is huge. This can, ch this is going to change wrestling, like, big time. And it's going to be pretty quick, I think. Okay. I think we're back. Are we good? I can hear you, but you're still your screen is still frozen, but it should correct itself. Should be good now. Any second. There we go. Trying to play curse on me? 
You're moving. <laughs> Everything's good on my end. That seems like. Mm, still seems like you're cutting out a bit. Let's see, any better. Oh, you're moving now. Am I moving now? You're moving now. You and, I can, now? and I can hear I can hear you. Can you hear me now? I can. Am I good now? I believe so. Moving. Yep, we're moving. We're moving. Yeah. Dan Housen would be if if I were in Triple H's position and Dan Housen was my in my company, he probably would. I wouldn't, <clears throat> I'm not going to say he was the first person I'd fire, but he'd be up there. What? That's Did, a different conversation. We're going to have an episode. We've been just damn. Well, okay, but here's the thing, though. And we can do a Dan Housen episode. It'll be the shortest one in history. Um, Dan Housen's <laughs> career is... No, but seriously, this is going to reverberate because AEW can't screw around anymore. So the axe, I'm going to be real. The axe, like, if AEW wants to survive, the axe, like, Danhausen, and it's not just Danhausen, it's it's a lot of what AEW does, especially lately, that's going to have to go if they want to be competitive. Because WWE, WWE is not going to be goofing around anymore. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, you, if you've been watching... Watched WWE the last, I don't know, month or so. It's probably been the best WWE's been in 10 years. Well, especially now. Now, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard SummerSlam was exceptional. SummerSlam was probably next to WrestleMania. This past year has probably been the best pay-per-view WWE's had in over five years. And just so just so we're clear, I originally I wanted to cover SummerSlam, but... This week just was stupid. I had no time. I didn't watch any wrestling this week. Um, I I worked over sixty hours this week from Monday to Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. So obviously we we're not covering SummerSlam because I haven't watched it. But I, from what I've heard and what clips I've seen, it looked pretty good. Oh, it was it was definitely one of my favorites. And there were definitely some surprise returns. Namely, Dakota Kai is back, who got released not too long ago. The one thing I did see that I didn't really care for was apparently it's EO Sky now, but it's EO Sky. Not EO Sky. EO Sky. Uh, EO Shirai. Now it's EO Sky. Yeah. But the Street Profits still have a job, so Which Triple I guess H. Go ahead. No, you go ahead and finish. I was going to say, but Triple H obviously hasn't been able to do a lot of work yet because the Street Profits still work there. So, he, okay, here's my thing. We're getting off talk. I think there's going to be a turn between them. I think there will be. 
and I think um, I think it's their turn in order to go their separate ways. I think Dolph will go back to NXT and work his way back up. Well, I think that Montez Ford will become a mid-card singles guy, and then Angelo Dawkins will just get released. Uh, uh, he probably, yeah. I don't know. They're pricing him back to NXT first. Oh yeah, but then he'll get released. I mean, Doc, Dawkins is <laughs> definitely not a bad worker, but Montez, I don't know. I mean, I don't find either one of them particularly dynamic. I've got zero, like, nothing that they're doing on the surface is really wrong. I just don't particularly care about watching either one of them do anything. Oh, it's because you like the private party better. Well, now, I even give private party some shit, um, because they, and this isn't their fault, this is how they've been booked, but I used to love watching private party matches, with the exception of Isaiah Cassidy, Isaiah Cassidy's weird thing about doing a girl scream when he gets thrown in the air. I still don't know what that's about, but it's really freaking weird and off-putting and stupid. But other than that, but they've just been booked into oblivion, which makes no sense. If I were those guys, you know, if, 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 if Triple H came calling, I'd figure out a way to get out of my contract and go to NXT. Speaking of contracts, I think MJF is trying to get out of his contract. Oh, especially now, boy. Ooh. Ooh. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think if he's going to try to get out of his contract, he needs to do it now because yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, we lost Brian. <clears throat> we lost Brian. We got Brian. There. I can hear you, but I can't see you. I can hear you, but I can't see you. Oh no. Um, is, do you have an option to try it without video? Oh, now we're back. You're now back we're back. Me. Yep. What the haze? I don't know. Ruh, ruh, raggy. Ruh, <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree 100%. If I'm MJF and I'm trying, I'm getting out of my contract now if I absolutely can. But here's the thing, though. Now Tony Khan knows this. Yep. And if I'm Tony Khan, I don't think he's actually thinking this either. I, if I'm Tony Khan, though, I'm nervous right now because he's got to know okay yeah and you can give like i don't do i think AEW is going to go out of business tomorrow no tony khan's got too much money frankly but i this is a pretty big opportunity though because AEW's got a choice they can go the way of tna and try to do everything different but end up being WWE light or they can just go back to what is, or they can go back to what is just good pro wrestling, which given WWE's corporate structure, it can't quite get there, 
they have to answer to too many people, but I think they can do a lot better. And as we saw with NXT, when Triple H was in charge of all that, you know, yeah, they can't do all the crazy stuff, but they don't really need to. But this shouldn't give AEW a license to become a bloodbath promotion either. Although I suspect we will see more. Fucking Moxley. Every match he's in, there's some kind of bleeding from him. He literally get punched in the forehead, and he's bleeding. Yeah, Tanahashi hit him in the face once, and then he's, yeah. Now, here's my opinion. We keep going off topic, but it still has to do with WWE. Here's my opinion about AEW. AEW should have been the place where no name talent could go that have crazy potential in making a name for themselves worldwide. With having some of the guys that have worldwide knowledge, like like Jericho, he's been everywhere, and Daniel Bryson, been everywhere, or Brian Danielson, some of the guys that have been everywhere, you get five of them guys so you can have your great main events, and then you have all your low, not saying low card, but no-name talent that have huge potential. The guys who need exposure. Yeah, they... The guys who need yeah. exposure, like your your MJFs, your Darby Allens, your um, you know your Jungle Boys, because I know a lot of people like to shit on Jungle Boy, but there's something there. Basically, your and four pillars. Teen like, or not TNA, but AW is literally, and don't take it like this. It's just the way I'm doing it. AW is like the wish version of WWE. I'm not saying that's bad, but, like, having the same things compared to WWE, like taking on the roster, basically, from WWE going to AEW with a couple fresh new guys. Yeah, I would say there's a handful of exceptions, uh, namely CM Punk, obviously, because it's not like he went directly to and from. And I'll be honest, I, even if... Vince McMahon's out. I think Punk had a bigger problem with Triple H anyway, so I don't think you'd see CM Punk return to WWE, although I could be wrong, but I just, I'd be legitimately surprised. And then Brian Danielson, yeah, he went from WWE to AEW, but I think we are getting something that's very different. I think we're getting, we're not getting Daniel Bryan on another channel. I think we're legitimately getting Brian Danielson. Um, Unlike... Claudio Castagnoli. Yeah. Who, I mean, I'm and I'm not shitting on it because Cesaro's good, but I think yeah. we're just getting Cesaro on the other channel. Yeah. Well, what kind of sucks with Brian Danielson? Um, is in his, his last couple of months of contract, they were trying to work it out so that he could be gone for like, I don't know, I think like six months or something like that. And they were going to let him go work in New Japan. This is WWE. <clears throat> well, they they were going to work to do that. Yeah, WWE was. And then I guess they decided... Huh? You, WWE was trying to let him go work in New Japan? Yeah, WWE was going to go let him work in New Japan. Yeah. They were, he was going to go let him work, like, I don't know, six or eight shows or something. See, that might have been cooler, actually. Now, 
somebody like Regal, though, I was legitimately shocked when he got let go. And I'm wondering, I don't know what kind of deal Regal has signed, but I would not be surprised if you eventually saw him back in WWE in an administrative position, so long as Triple H is still at the helm of talent relations. Um, because I'll be honest, I think Regal is, now that he's in AEW and he's seeing a lot of what's going and I hope he changes it. I hope he has some influence enough because he knows a lot of the roster, even not from WWE, because uh, Regal was notorious for going to indie shows. And even if yeah. even if somebody didn't end up in WWE, he was still kind of a mentorish figure who would give advice. I've heard a lot of stories about that, but I got to think that Regal sees some of what's going on and is like, eh, this is kind of the shits. And it's not good for the company's long-term health. But let's talk about some of the good NWB's done so far. Okay, oh. let's just say Triple H, because you know it's been since Triple H has been there. SummerSlam was amazing. Like, like I said, probably one of the best pay-per-views ever. Okay, not ever, but in a long time. Bring in Bailey's back, Dakota Kai's back, Yo Shirai, Io Sky's back, Edge shows up at uh, SummerSlam. And there's four top people right there just at SummerSlam alone. Yep. And it was ru- and it was also rumored that Bray might have showed up, was going to show up at uh, SummerSlam. I'd heard that. I'd heard that rumor. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him return to WWE now, because I got to think. I don't know what his relationship with Triple H was like, but I got to think that it had to be relatively good. Uh, Probably. But I think another thing we can look forward to is I don't think and I think NXT's changes will be gradual. I think all the change will be gradual. I don't think it'll really flip overnight. Now, yeah. SummerSlam did some big reveals, but that's not uncommon for a pay-per-view. But I do think you will see a steady change, particularly with NXT, of going back to kind of the old way. I think you'll see a lot more dynamic recruiting. You know, basically going back to the old system. Yeah. Because, thankfully... Oh. oh, oh no. Your audio is really low. Uh, yours is... I'm really quiet. I don't know why. Mine is? Well, no, you're not bad now. Oh. It's weird. Is it me? I think it is you. I'll be right back. Let me try to fix this real quick. All right. You talk, you talk their heads off. All right. Well, this is a perfect time to talk about our sponsor for this particular podcast. You know them. You love them. Stevie Wicks Cool Beans Candle Company. These are... That's ridiculous. This is the uh, blueberry muffin, one of the more popular scents. And it's not even lit, and the entire house smells like 
fresh baked blueberry muffins. These are the perfect gift for any friend, significant under, relative, when you just don't know what to buy them or because who doesn't like candles, right? But these are the best candles you will ever buy. Uh, a lot of these you don't even really need to light, to be honest. And then a lot of new products are rolling out soon, including Halloween-themed candles, which are in development right now, according to the candle artists over there. Apparently, they're, they're trying to perfect the bleeding candle for just in time for Halloween in October. So be ready for that. And then as of right now, you can order any of the standard candles as well as the crystal-infused candles directly from the website. You have the option of ordering just single candles, or you can subscribe and get a monthly box to your door every single month. There are tons of boxes to choose from, ranging from one small candle to an entire box full of goodies. Go check them out, www.steviewix.com, S-T-I-V-E-W-I-X.com, and get the greatest candles you will ever buy today. And while we're waiting on Brian to come back in, I mean... This is huge. Like, I, I still can't get over how big of an announcement this was. Because literally, this this will change. I've said that already once before. This will literally change professional, re professional wrestling. And I, I think it already has. Because AEW, like I said, has to be not shaken in their boots necessarily. But they, they definitely have to be uh, aware of themselves. Because, I mean, Triple H is it just a mastermind of this kind of stuff. NXT proved it. And I, I and just imagine, like, old-school NXT, like, 20, 2014 NXT, or 2016 NXT, sorry, because that's... I'm sure 2014 was good, but that's not when I discovered NXT. But if you take 2016 to 2018 NXT and apply that to every show, and Triple H, and I'm sure he'll have a lot of very creative people around him who are you know, extremely, you know, students of the game, just like he is. I think you will see WWE programming becoming dynamic and different. So, for example, I think we're going to go back to the days where Raw had a different field than SmackDown, and NXT will be different. You know, the, the best people are going to get pushed, I believe. And not only that, like I said, I think recruitment will go up big time. I highly suspect that we will see MJF in a WWE ring before too long, and I don't think they're going to mess around with NXT. Uh, they might, but I doubt it. I just hope that if Vince McMahon were there and they got MJF, I think they would make him a manager, but with Triple H, I don't think so because MJF is really, really good in the ring. Uh, he just doesn't do backflips all the time, even though I'm sure he can. Because I remember being legitimately impressed with his uh, match with Darby Allen. Having the problems. Sorry, folks. We got to figure this out. Really got to figure out why he can't ever seem to have a good connection. I know where he lives and that's why, so but we just gotta
Oh, we have no idea what's going on here. Oh. Are we good now? Oh, yes. Much better. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I sorry. completely had to restart my phone. I'm no, no worries. Sorry about that, folks, but I think we got her figured out. Okay. What were, what were at now? Um, I told them about the sponsor, so we got that pretty well covered. And then I'm not sure where we were. Uh, we were talking about all the good Triple H was doing. Oh, yes. Yes. We just touched on the changes in SummerSlam, and I was just kind of going on about some of the changes we probably will see. I, I highly suspect we will see MJF in a WWE ring before too long. Um, uh, okay. Probably. I, I, I don't think it's be soon, but I think it'll be some time because it just depends on how much money Tony Khan wants to pay MJF. Yeah. And but that's what I'm saying is right now uh, he he has to know that he really has to hang on to MJF now. Because like, if, if Tony Khan can't retain MJF for the at least the rest of his contract and make him extremely happy, he's going to WWE. And I suspect even if he stays in WWE, I'm sorry, even if he stays in AEW to the end of his contract, I think you'll still see him in WWE. Yeah, eventually. You give it time. Yeah. Particularly if Triple H stays at the helm and it goes as well as we think we're it's going to. Yeah, knock, knock on wood. Well, given we, we've got a track record for him, uh, NXT, before Vince yeah. McMahon got a hold of it. It was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, for you remember before AEW, it was like NXT was where it was at. NXT was definitely the go, go-to place. Yeah, there was no question there. NXT was the best wrestling on TV for a while there. And that's what happened when you gave Triple H, you know, here you go, have fun. And you know, it's not just Triple H. It's Shawn Michaels a little bit, too. Sure. Because Shawn played into that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And Shawn, Shawn has a good knack for it, too. And But don't you think that Shawn will be part of Triple H's team now that he's, you know, head of talent relations, head of creative? It, it'll definitely be an earpiece in Triple H's ear. Definitely. Oh, hardcore. Well, and when it comes to putting a match together, I mean... I would think that nobody would be foolish enough to not listen to Shawn Michaels' oh, input. Definitely. Now, have you watched SmackDown yet? No, I have not. I, like I said, I haven't watched any wrestling this week because I've just been slammed. I got, I got off pretty early yesterday, so I said, you know what, I'm going to watch a little wrestling. I caught up on my wrestling and I watched SmackDown. Another shocking for WWE, Karrion Cross shows up and attacks through McIntyre, and I'm like, wow. See, that I had a feeling. Nice but he's not the guy expected to come back. I don't know, though. Because I had a feeling. I had a feeling we'd see Karrion Cross back. Okay, okay, here's my thing. Karrion Cross is not a bad wrestler. No. But the, I just, I just don't like his gimmick. The, the, okay, the gimmick he has now... Even though we just seen twenty minutes of it, that's about it. The gimmick he has now, I like. He reminds me of, honestly, he reminds me of the, like 
the short time he did anything last night, he reminds me of Dean Ambrose in a way. That kind of like scoop in vigilante. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, what's next? I mean, uh, who knows? Now, a lot of. Just, yeah, go ahead. I was just to say, what's interesting, though, is a lot of Triple H's old guard is now assuming contracted in AEW. A lot. Yeah, well, not least of which being uh, Road Dog. Yeah. And William Regal. Billy Gunn had been under contract, but he is under contract in AEW. I don't think Road Dogs with AEW, is he? Yeah, he is. He's in he's backstage, but he's with AEW. I did not know that one. Yes, sir. Well, let's talk about how they said they're gonna have a women's tag team championship tournament, I think. Pretty sure we're gonna see Sasha and Naomi Naomi come back. Yeah, well I'd already read something which granted who knows about how accurate the source was, but I had read a couple things saying they were going to come back. I mean, there's so many different people that could show back up that has non-contract. Like, uh, Ray Wyatt, he's a good person that could come back. I'd love to see him back in WWE. Yeah, and I think we will. And I think we'll definitely see some NXT superstars go in to the main card, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Um, and like I was saying, too, when you had your connection issue, I think we'll see a lot more dynamic recruiting as well. And Triple H isn't going to shy away from people on the independents, so AEW is going to have some competition for talent now, which is going to be an interesting change of pace because for a while there, Tony Khan was kind of benefiting from Vince McMahon kind of just throwing talent into the wind, but now you've got Triple H who, you know, isn't afraid to sign up guys, girls from the indies. Yep. And that's what I like about Triple H. Like, Triple H loves, uh, loves seeing, I think he loves underutilized people from the indies. Who have it. Yeah, who have it. Like, that are there. Like, they're liked by the fans. They're tremendous wrestler. And he just loves giving them chances. Yeah, and I also wonder if Triple H. I don't. I I don't know if guilt is the right word, but I wonder if Triple H thought to himself, you know, it's like. It's like well, WWE killed the territories, and now these guys have nowhere to go. So I wonder if he felt like some like a bit of a sense of responsibility for some of these guys who deserve to be on a big stage, and can't because, you know, WWE's talent roster is filled to the gills. And yeah. especially since he wasn't in a position to do anything about it. And I think Triple yeah. H, what, what, this is what could make it interesting, interesting too, because I don't think Triple H has such a closed world mind when it comes to pro wrestling because, you know, when he was, when he was a fan, he was watching during, granted it was the tail end of the territory days, but that's what he was watching. And I think Triple yeah. H fundamentally understands why 
Now, I don't think because of globalization, you'll never go back to the old territory days. But I think Triple H understands the benefit of having multiple companies. And is it really competition anymore? Like it kind of, but not the same way because you're not. It's not like the Monday Night Wars, and that can never happen again because now you can watch wrestling whenever you want. Yeah, you know, there's so many ways to watch it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying because it's not like you know during the Monday Night Wars, it's like from. 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., you could only watch Nitro or Raw. Yeah. It was one or the other, so that was a legit fight, but now, shit, like... You got TNA, you got New Japan, you got... I, I was going to say Ring of Honor, but can't say that no more. You got AEW, GCW, all these small-town promotions <clears throat> that either stream it or have some kind of site or some kind of, like, little-known TV spots to be able to see it. Well, and I think it would be quite interesting to see how Triple H is going to play with others because, like, for example here, and this is this is pure speculation on my part. I've read or seen nothing to indicate that this would be the case. I just think this would be interesting. After Ring of Honor is bought by Tony Khan, it is now more than ever kind of competition for NWA. So uh, Now, are you saying... Ring of Honor is? Yeah, Ring of Honor is. Because AEW is too big to be considered direct competition. Yeah. Once once Ring of Honor gets on television, it will be big-time competition. Because right, yeah. now, right now, Ring of Honor is just kind of being on life support thanks to AEW. And I'm sure Tony Khan's going to get him a good TV deal. I'm sure of it. I think that's why it's not on TV yet, because they're negotiating, which is good yeah. news for Ring of Honor. I just hope it doesn't become AEW light. I hope it still stays different. I, I, that's what I kind of hope to. I hope it. I hope it. They use Ring of Honor for the guys. I'm trying to think how to put it. I think they're going to use Ring of Honor as like a stepping stone, building stone for some guys to get that exposure to bring be brung up to AW or I don't know some other bigger com- company once they get known. Sure. But what I'm saying, wouldn't this be an interesting turn of events? Let's say Billy Corgan gets a call from Triple H. He says, hey, man, you know, I like the, I like the NWA. It holds, it holds a special place in my heart, and I think it's important for a place like NWA to exist. However, your big problem right now is you don't have television exposure. Now, I don't know if they can't get it or they don't want it. I'm assuming they can't get it. But wouldn't it be interesting if somehow, some way, Triple H figures out a way to kind of help NWA, and not only will that give him a talent pool to pull from occasionally or permanently if he wants to, because you, you got to figure, if I'm Billy Corgan and Triple H calls me, I'm viewing this one of two ways. I'm viewing this as like, oh, he legit wants to help, but what it really probably more accurately is, is Triple H is being a nice guy and saying, look, I want access to your talent pool so we can either cooperate or I can take it. It's up to you. Yeah. And there's a lot of good names in NWA too that like that are good. I mean, hell, Cardona's an NWA. Former Trevor, WWE guy. Yeah. Trevor Murdoch. Former WWE, WWE guy. Yep. And there's just so many other guys that are ex-WWE guys that are there. And they're running in WA. 
Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I could see that happening. And like I said, I have no reason to believe that it will happen. Or at the very least, you know, they might come with a, they might have a policy of just like live and let live. Because WWE, I think they've seen the 2010s, the WWE PG era showed them when they had no competition at all, showed them why that's such a problem. Because they're at a point now, nobody's going to eclipse WWE. Yeah. Like ever. It's not going to happen. So what are they scared of? Oh, we might have access to even more talent that we don't have to train necessarily from scratch anyway. I mean, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say the meeting's about to cut us off, so I'm going to go ahead and start it over. So we'll be rejoining you in a moment, folks. Until then, enjoy the silence. Do. Fucking Zoom. Hate Zoom. Why is Zoom being stupid? Ah, crap. There we go, finally. Got to give Brian the old info. Sorry about this, folks. We're also, because we're running into this problem on the other podcast, too. So we're going to find a way to get around this problem, find a new video service or find a different way to do it. Brian will be joining us here momentarily. Okay, he should be joining momentarily. There he is. Let me start playing Jeopardy music when we do this. <laughs> yeah, just whole music, elevator music. <laughs> All righty. Oh, yeah, so we were talking about the possibility of Triple H helping the NWA. Yep. Um, yeah, but I think I think this points to all good things because... Even though WWE programming is going to get a lot better, if AEW does go under, it's not going to be WWE's fault. No. It I will think be, you're doing Yeah, it will be AEW's fault. So, 
Same with Ring of Honor. <laughs> Although I suspect when Ring of Honor does get back on TV, uh, it's gonna it's gonna look amazing. That's for sure. Yeah, because I mean they're gonna have the same crew as AEW. Let's be real. I just really hope it's just not another AEW show. Yeah, like. And we know it can happen because again NXT was a real different tone and look, but it was still WWE. Yeah, you can you can tell it was WWE programming, but it, it definitely had its own feel to it. Yeah, it had a it had a whole different vibe and it had a different mission. <laughs> Good wrestling. <laughs> I'm gonna call it Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, dark, dark, dark. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ring of Honor, <laughs> AEW Pitch Dark. Yeah, AEW After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's think of other things. What, what else? What else? What else? I still think we'll see a lot. I think I still think at least for the next little while we'll still see Roman Reigns at the top because that's been one of the few. Uh, majorly good things WWE's been yeah. doing. I don't see that going anywhere. I wonder what's going to happen with Theory, though. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm really not. And, I, and here's what... Back to Roman Reigns real quick. And this has been said multiple times. I see multiple podcasts within literally within six months of people asking the world he's going to do a match, another match. And he's always said, it's got to make sense. And Roman, Roman Reigns is the name that's always been mentioned. I mean, there'd be in LA, just come in WrestleMania. Why not rock and Roman? Oh, I think I think I, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's something triple H has enough sense to know that's WrestleMania all, all the way. Yeah. As long as they can get, the Rock to agree with it, and his schedule's open, which I'm sure if they're talking like a year in advance or something like that, they can get it booked for him. Yeah, I mean, he, The Rock knows when WrestleMania is. Yeah. Okay, I got a question about The Rock. Okay. Do we ever smell what The Rock is cooking? Only when it's Poontang Pie. Okay, okay, I give it to you. I give it to you. I had that. I had that theory back in my theory. <laughs> I had that theory back in my head. They had they had such a dad joke on Young Rock when he had a, a cookbook get released. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> it's just like ah. Uh... I'm trying to catch up on it. I've been bad. Sorry. I don't know. Is season three out? Because this was from season two. Only season two's on Peacock. God damn it. Okay. Unless I'm stupid and can't figure it out. I'm still in season one. I'm sorry. Are you watching season one on Peacock? Yeah. I I can't. It won't let me. Unless they just put it on. Yeah, it was only maybe when season two was on, they were only showing. I don't know, but whatever. I don't know. We'll have to check in. Besides that, oh, like you I know, said, I think 
you know what it might have been? That might have been before I was paying for Peacock Premium. Probably. I'll have to investigate that. Because Young Rock's a great show. Yeah, from what I watched from it, it was hilarious. Now, some of the wrestlers they used don't look exactly. They're the Wish version. But they do with what they can. See, what's crazy is the guy they got to play Stone Cold looks nothing like him, but sounds really good. Oh, my gosh, yes. And the same with the guy that played Macho Man. Yeah, looks nothing like the guy, but sounds like him. I think the actor they got to play Rocky Johnson is pretty good, but again, doesn't... I mean, kind of looks like Rocky, but not not really. It's probably the hair. It's the hair that makes him look like Rock. I'm, I'm legit only talking about the face. It's a much softer face than the real Rocky Johnson. Although, yeah. Tony Atlas doesn't look bad. No, he doesn't at all. Yeah, that's... Almost, that's almost, almost identical. I'm going to say, that, that one's pretty legit. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think... I think we're going to see all good, not well, I can't say all good things, because even Triple H is human. But I think we're going to yeah, see think- mostly good things. I mean, I, st- I think we'll see a lot of good things, but I think there's going to be a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of bump in the roads until he can, like, really understand it from doing it on like Raw and SmackDown and not just NXT because like him doing it on NXT, I mean, yeah, it was his own thing, but he still had all the WWE people behind him. See, I don't think that'll be that big of an issue because I would think that when they were gearing up for NXT, Triple H was watching what they do on Raw and SmackDown. And at the end of the day, it's the same in practice, like it's the same thing just on a bigger scale. Yeah. So I really don't... Th- and creative's creative, you know? Like, Kevin Dunn's going to do his thing a- in terms of how the show looks and how it's shot and the lighting and all that. But uh, yeah. what what goes on from the story perspective, I don't think scale's in- as important there. Because at the end of the day, good wrestling's good wrestling. Yeah. The difference is, is that the entire world will, will see it when WWE does it, and about eight hundred thousand, and about eight hundred thousand people in the U.S. will see it when AEW does it. Yeah. Which I mean, this is a this is an opportunity for AEW to step up their game because it's not like they don't have the talent. Yeah. Now, granted. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead and finish. I was just going to say, now, granted, some of them need to. I think it's a foregone conclusion that some people, when AEW started, were not. I'm not saying they were bad wrestlers. They just, I don't think they were ready for live primetime television. But I get it. They were working with what they had at their disposal because most of the best people were under contract. Yeah. So it was going to take some time. Speaking of AEW, real quick. I play the wrestling games, and there just there was just a uh, let out some more news about the AEW game, and they are going to have mini games inside of AEW. I think One that's a good idea. Play, you 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 play baseball, but the ball, it's a ball, but there's a wrestler on the inside of the ball, and you hit it. That's actually genius. 
there's a, there's another one where um, that uh, poker chips fall from the sky and you got to collect them, and you beat up the other competitors so they lose your poker chips. Hmm. But I don't know. Hopefully that one. That one. Hopefully that game comes out. Is it? it it's AEW Fight Forever, right? That's what they're. Yes. That's good. That's a good name. Um, I did see some alleged screenshot. Granted, this was on Facebook, but I remember somebody being like cutting up the graphics. They're definitely not the best graphics. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. They, those might have been photos from not completely done graphics, yeah. which, I mean, you got to think, I, I got to think they shouldn't have released those. Because less people get the wrong idea. Unless they're trying to make people think it's going to suck and then it's going to come out and look amazing. But... Um, I, I think it's going to be let, let down. I think it's going to be too hyped. See, I think they messed up because they've been, they've been telling people that there's a video game in the works. Yeah. I think that's where I they messed they up. Just, I think they should have just sprung it on us. Yeah. Or at least not, I, I, or at least not sold it as much. They could have been like, "We're working on a game. It's going to be a while." Yeah, or, or, or I would have been even more ecstatic if we were watching dark, or not dark, but just watching AW General, and then it cuts to a commercial randomly, and it's the AEW game, and they're like, "Get it around your holidays, December seventh, at your local stores." At your local like, stores. And just, just surprise us with it. And then we're like, where the hell did this come from? Well, they might be really fighting for that pre-order money because making a video game is expensive. <laughs> True. I mean, they've only been talking on it about it since a year after the company came out. Yeah. Yeah, and then they did that really weird like thing where everybody was dressed like Steve Jobs, and like the joke worked the first time, but it started to get, which is kind of AEW is kind of like Saturday Night Live in that respect. Is they'll take something that's funny the first time, and then they just beat it to death because they're yeah. like, oh, they're like, oh, we got a reaction. Let's do it a million more times. I.e. the best friends hug thing. And I get, this is like heresy for me. I was a big fan of Pentagon's Cerro Miedo thing. And he's now, he's killed it. He does it way too much in a match, like during a match. He should, he should have just kept it either as part of his entrance or kept it as part of his finisher. Should have been, should have been. Yeah, exactly. You know, Maybe before he hits a finisher, that's a sure thing. Or during yeah. his entrance, you know, just make it a thing he does. But And then the glove thing, like, that's too much. Because why isn't somebody just coming and kicking him in the face? Exactly. And, and, I, then, love, and I love Pentagon. I'm not shitting on him. I'm just saying, if he stops doing that, like, it would just make more sense. Now, I get it, though. I can't blame him totally because the audience eats it up. They do. I just... here's one thing. Oh, Speaking ahead. of pipe bombs because of MJF, did you hear about the pipe bomb on AW the other night? Nope. 
Oh, what's his name? Is it not Ricky Stark? Can't remember his name. Hobbs? Was it Powerhouse Hobbs? Was it Hobbs? Uh, just happened just this past Wednesday. I... Oh, what's his name? Oh, baby, I'm mad now. I don't think come Page? to you. Maybe. I can see I Ethan was... Page dropping a pipe yeah. bomb. It was Ethan Page. So after his match and he pinned, the ref tried to pull his arm up, pulled it up, he dropped it down. He jumped out of the ring and started saying shit to the camera, and they cut his mic on him, or they cut the uh, the sound on him. He, he, oh, no, he said, uh, he said, where's my fucking money? Ooh. And they cut they they cut the sound off from him and he walked out. Um, there's a video on YouTube that said all ego Ethan Page pipe bomb not seen on TV dynamite August third twenty two. Yes. Yep. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, because where's my money? And walked out because it, after they uh, cut his uh, sound. I will be watching that when we get wrapped up here see what's going on there and i'm not and i'm not sure i don't remember who he wrestled to be honest does it really matter does it no uh, i do think for the next little while here you'll see wwe go way up and you'll see AEW it'll go down at first and then you'll start seeing some life injected but they, they've got to they've got to stop with the silliness if they're going to be competing with Triple H especially since Cody's over there now yes and here's the thing if I'm AEW I'm careful right now because like I don't want to go war with WWE right now no not at all not especially not the ratings that AEW's been having right now like they've been dropping tremendous they've been like kind of staying steady and then dropping yeah and then it's well, just kind of going well even if even if vince was still there i still wouldn't want to go war with wwe because vince sees aew as insignificant because they haven't pissed him off however if they piss him off if if they were to piss him off and i think triple h has a little bit more of a competitive mindset when it comes to them yeah but uh, we shall see. We'll see what they have in and store. People always expect and think that WWE and AEW are in a war. They're all in their war. Wednesday Night War is this, that, and the other. And it's like, if WWE wanted to, WWE could, by God, they could probably destroy AEW and ratings if they wanted to. Yeah, they're, they're not. And I, I've noticed everybody in AEW has been, except for Cody, and and Cody said this, but I don't really think he meant it when he was there. He's like, yeah, you know, we don't really see him as competition. We're we're different. We're this that. It's whatever. I think they they are competition, but they understand that it's like it's a goldfish versus a shark. Yes. You know, and they're gonna talk all the smack in the bowl, but the minute they get dumped in the ocean, first of all, they'll die because it's salt water and goldfish or freshwater fish. And I only said that because some 
smart ass comics could be like, well, actually, if you put a goldfish in salt water, it would die because it is a freshwater fish. So, fuck you. It's a metaphor. <laughs> but that goldfish is going to get eaten like, like that. I mean, I'm not saying AEW don't have the capability of being a competitor to WWE. Oh, no, they can. As a, as, a, as a solid company, AEW, they don't have the solid state like WWE has for the past, what, 40 years or so? 50, 60 years, whatever? Well, just not to mention the brand saturation, because there are still people out there who are like, what's AEW? Yeah. Everybody knows what... People who don't watch wrestling know what WWE is. They're like, oh, yeah, my dad used to watch it, or this, that, and the other. It's like, they know. Yeah. But like when it comes to AEW, you're like, what? What? What's this? What? 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 Well, that's a reason. Like, if I'm talking to somebody and I say, oh, yeah, I like pro wrestling, it's if they're not, if they don't know anything about pro wrestling, they're like, oh, like WWE? Yep. That's how it always is. Yeah. That's how it always is because it's just, it's ubiquitous. People know. People know WWE thanks to people like The Rock and Cena and even Hulk Hogan just becoming cultural icons. Nobody yep. in AEW is a cultural icon. They're wrestling icons. Jericho. Uh, Jericho is not really... He's still considered like a wrestling icon. He hasn't really broken away. Music. Kind of. I still maintain most people know Fozzie because they know Chris Jericho from wrestling. Okay, probably. Okay. I take that back. He hasn't... He Yeah, he hasn't broken out like The Rock or Cena. True. Hmm. But then, I mean, there aren't very many people in WWE that aren't... that are considered above wrestling. Yeah. Like, The Miz is kind of there, but not really. I mean, you're going to consider Logan Paul? Well, that's different. He came into the WWE. I mean, didn't Miz do the same thing? He was on that reality TV show. Correct, but Logan Paul was, like, big-time famous. Miz was just a former reality show star. Okay. I guess I'm saying a lot of people didn't follow, even if they like, what show was he on, The Real World? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people who were fans of the real world didn't follow what Miz was doing after he was off the real world. Okay. Like, I'm sure Makes some sense. did, but, you know, it, it's it's a Logan Paul's kind of like Pat McAfee, too. Pat McAfee's a different animal. Yeah, he is. And he's underrated as hell. Oh, big time. But there are people, I mean, there are people who watch WWE that don't watch football and are like, who's this dude? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it goes both ways, but. And then there are some people who. You know, because WWE is big on, you know, recruiting college athletes. So there are some people who might have known who these people were. But now that they're in WWE, they're getting a much bigger name. Yeah. And then there are people who are like, who's Braun Breaker? He looks a lot like Rick Steiner. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, buddy, I don't know. I think I'm fresh out of ideas. Well, I'm saying I, I, I'm so exhausted. I got, I got, I got rest. Oh, I know. 
And I, I please, sorry, viewers. Sorry. Yeah, we got, we got the real world, man. Well, I think that'll do her for this week, unless you got anything else. Wrestling block right now. Yeah, I know. Big time. All righty, folks. Well, thanks for joining us once again for Down the Middle. We know this one was a little bit shorter, but, you know, life happens sometimes. But we still wanted to bring you the wrestling goodness that is Down the Middle. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and share it on social media. Tell your friends. It's just a... Fun little program where we talk about wrestling. Sometimes we bitch about it. Sometimes we love it. But we always call it right down the middle. And if you'd rather listen to the show rather than watch it, you can on pretty much all podcast networks, including but not limited to Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Now, Audible, and pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can find this. And then good old YouTube. If you have YouTube Premium or YouTube Music, you can listen to us while you drive. Which I guess technically you can listen to it while you drive. Just don't watch it while you drive. That would be unsafe. Very unsafe. You'd end up like Nick Hogan and crash your car. 